The Sue Morgan Podcast, episode 105. Four-minute warning. Good morning. Sue Morgan, Sue Morgan. Hey, up here. Morning, morning. We end here, me and Ian. Watkins, morning. That's me. That's me. How you doing? Oh, you. What? No. It's me. I'm here. I'm ready for another Sue Morgan podcast. Oh, yes, I'm too right. I am an all. I've had to stop my cleaning in order to do this. I, I'm currently in the middle of the blix, blit, blixing, blitzing my bathroom. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Right. Can you come and do mine? Uh, no. I hate oh, it. I hate Mark. I hate doing it. It's not my favourite thing. I know. Well, I mean, get, I get my place decorated soon. Yes. You have any decorated? Very nice. Yes. Wow. He's having it all done up. You're having it all done up. Your place, uh, yeah, but you never ate your bathroom. Is a bit of a state with mold and that. Yeah, I've that's. I've got a little bit of mold um, in my oh, shower. Bill, short a minute. I'll ask him in a bit. You're coming. Listen, we've only got one phone line, like so. When oh, that's good. On, that's good news. I've told him. I've threatened him. I've, I've warned him. Do not put the phone down. No, don't do that. Or we no. we're in trouble. I have to phone yeah. you back. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, mine's got a little bit of mold at the bottom of the shower area. Uh, That's where mine is. And I can't get rid of it. I've, I've been, I've been literally, I've been using a toothbrush. I've got to remember to throw that toothbrush away and not use it tonight on my teeth. Um, oh. <laughs> Moldy teeth, oh my oh, god. Oh no. Oh no. Anyway, well, so they say to keep your bathroom window open, don't they? Well, they do. It's a bit cold at the moment, though, isn't it? I know it is. Well, I mean, mine's gone, gone to pot since lockdown. Right. Okay. So, but you so never some mold, mold, uh, some spray you can get. Mold right, yeah. Well, I, I did have some. I did have something um, like that. I think I got rid of it because I used it a few times and ended up um, ruining some clothes because it got on my clothes and and basically took the colour out of them. So I think oh. I got rid of it because I thought, oh, this is just gonna. I'm just gonna do the same again. In fact, I ruined a pair of shoes doing it. Anyway, so that's oh, that's a different that's God. a different story. Um, yeah, yeah. So what, how come you're having yours done? Because you're never there. You're always at Billy's. Uh, I know I am, but uh, and he's doing because I'm uh, hoping to get a flat myself up here. All right. Have an inspection. Wow. So you're hoping to go to? I'm still standing down down at Greenwood, like you know, I'm uh, down where I am. Yes. When I want to uh, sort and terrorise them. Come up early in the morning when I get woken up out of sleep and get my backside up, bring the dog. And then go back sometime at night time. Right. But I do spend over. You know, I spent last night here because with podcast being so early. Yeah, it's so early, isn't it? Eleven o'clock. Goodness, yeah. that is yeah. that is so early. What Just time do you, What time do you normally get up then uh, when you're not doing the podcast? Um, usually, I mean, I usually stop up all night watching Law and Order. So <laughs> I go. I have a rest in the afternoon. Yes. And so I can stop watching, and that don't finish till three. Sometimes three or four o'clock in the morning. Why don't they put it on at a better time? Or why don't you record it and watch it normally? Yeah, I ain't normally? got a recorder. Right, OK. OK, no. fair do. moment. Well, there we, we've worked that out then. Yeah, yeah, so I'm in the middle of cleaning my bathroom. I've done done the shower. I've, I've done... I'm in the middle of doing the toilet and the sink. And it's, and it's the ba- after I've done this, I'm going to finish off the bath and just make it all nice and, and oh, lovely. Oh, nice and cosy. This is it. Well, not cosy at the moment because I've not switched, the, not switched the heating on yet this year. And yeah, all well, this, this winter, has. has it turned right quite cold, hasn't it? It has, but I, do you know what? We're trying to save some it's money. Cost of living. Cost of living. So, yeah, at the moment I'm wearing like three three jumpers um, yeah. and um, putting on all the candles. Uh, you know, putting on all the candles. You don't put on candles. Um, <laughs> I am. 
No, no, you know what I mean. You, you light a candle, don't you? you? Don't put on a candle. Yeah. So you light candles, obviously, all done safely, and always, you know, you've got to have them, you know, always in the same room. You don't leave a candle on its own because you never know what it could do. Um, burn down the house, what have you, and just trying to keep warm under blankets and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, trying trying to uh, conserve energy uh, because yeah, at the moment things are a little tough, Sue. Yeah, I know they are. I know. Makes you wonder how you're going to get, how we're going to get out of this. Well, I don't know. There's only one way out, Sue, for all of us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right. Okay. So, um, so have you had a good week then, Sue? Um, I've been in a bit of pain with my leg, and I don't know if I've strained it or not, but uh, I've had it ups ups and downs and that, and I'm going through uh, the flu job this afternoon uh, later on after podcast. So there you go. I've got to have um, a booster. I've been sent a message saying um, you can come and have your COVID booster. So I need to yeah. I need to book that. That's what I need to do today yeah. at some point. Um, they, in fact, I, I, I did look um, earlier on in the week, and they had an appointment whilst we were doing the podcast. So I was like, well. Podcast comes first before the COVID yeah, booster. Well, yeah, they, they, they're all time anyway. Yeah, well, it's difficult. You, the, I was expecting, like the old days, that they'd come up with a full list of um, sort of appointment times, and it just said Saturday, 11 o'clock. That was it. That was all I had the opportunity. And I was like, well, I can't do that, because that's when the podcast is. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I've got a COVID booster coming. Well, I hope the flu jab goes well for you. I hope it goes okay. Yeah, well, I've had it every year since 2016. I think there's only one time I anti. It just gives me, like, uh, sniffles and that. Yeah, extra protection against the big one. Yeah, yeah, with diabetes and that, I've yeah, got to have it. exactly. Well, exactly. for me, for me, I'm namesake. Well, apparently I need a COVID jab because... Um, I had one booster, that's all they sent before, that was last November. I'm precious, you see, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, so. I know you are, so you uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got some tips about the the uh, winter blues, you know. Oh, right, brilliant, because that's what, yeah, that was the little... Last, last week. That's the tip, I said, go away and do some research. Yeah, and I've done it on the internet, and what it is, um, is to eat healthily. Yeah. And exercise. Okay, is that it? Is that all you need to uh, do? That's all I could find out. Right, okay, so um, exercise, I guess yeah. d- you could Even do... Even t- if you go for a walk, yeah. you know, lap up warm, obviously, or you're going to get flu. I had a walk, I had a walk this morning um, around yeah. Forest Town, that was very nice. Yeah, so yeah, go for a walk, maybe do um, 20 star jumps at the beginning of your day. Yeah, 20 star jumps. And then eat healthily, so yeah, I guess the yeah, Mediterranean diet. Because um, healthily, it gives you energy. Yeah, energy. Nah, to get through, that's all I can more or less find out. Well, that sounds good to me. You've done a lot of homework there, Sue, and I'm impressed. Well, I, I went to straight say. onto the internet and Just that boom. Me. The internet tells us everything, doesn't it? Yeah. Everything that we need to know. It does. I did my first TikTok in ages um, yesterday. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, I've seen it, I've shared it. <laughs> the world's going crazy! It is. <laughs> it is going crazy. Uh, yeah. Right, should we do some Sue's headlines then? Yeah, and then Billy wants to... And then, of course, of course, we need Billy. Yeah, the headlines. Yeah, let's do the Sue's headlines. There's the first bong. I'm going to get some new equipment soon, Sue. Very excited about that, because it means we'll be able to have guests on the podcast and stuff like that at some point. Don't know when that's happening, but um, it'll be happening soon, because I've sold... This equipment I've got in front of me, I've sold to somebody else, would you believe? Yeah. (laughs) Um, but they've, they've they've not given me the money yet, so it's still mine, as far as I'm yeah, concerned. That's too right, it is. OK, here we go. Barbie and Buzz are on the top ten toy list for Christmas. Do you want to hear what the top ten toys are for this Christmas for the Kiddie uh, Winks? Go on, then. Number ten, Jumping Sumo. That sounds good. 
70 quid though sounds expensive as well uh number nine tiktok brick knock no never heard of that um hamley bear panda plush is at number eight seven barbie cutie reveal doll barbie still in the top 10 all these years later number six disney Lightyear jetpack buzz um number five one trick pony game number c coco chameleon boo boo jj doll wow uh, no, it's Coco Melon Boo Boo Date. I'll start again. Coco Melon Boo Boo JJ Doll. Yeah. <laughs> How can kids get their mouth around that one? <laughs> number three, Roller Disco Pepper. Um, and number two, Play Doh Ice Cream Truck. That's two. That's one hundred pounds to Play Doh Ice Cream Ice Cream Truck. Wow. Whoa. And number one, X Shot Skins Last Stand Blaster. Those are the big toys this year, apparently. Wow, um, not the, in my budget, nowhere near. No, the ice cream van sounds exciting, but obviously it sounds like it's made that, that you're, you're making Mr. Whippies with Play-Doh. You don't want to eat that, do you? It's just no. just for fun. Toy hunting parents will get a trip down memory lane this Christmas with favourites Barbie, Play-Doh and Buzz, Buzz Lightyear all in the top ten. I suppose Buzz Lightyear's been around for some time now, hasn't he? There you yeah. go, that's the top ten toys this Christmas. Uh, what else have we got here? What else have we got here? Um, what's this here? Uh, <laughs> oh dear, this this is a little bit uh, scary. This story. Uh, I don't know whether I want to read it out. Um, Putin sea sabotage to cut off UK. Is that is that the one that I have I really have I really got this one out? Oh yeah, I was going to say we're possibly on the brink of a nuclear war, Sue. I wonder what your thoughts were on that. Yeah, I know. I know it's it's pretty scary. Yeah, it's like the um, it's like the eighties all over again, isn't it? Yeah. Russia is preparing to black out Britain's internet with a fleet of secret sabotage submarines, experts warn. What are you going to do without your internet, Sue? Oh, I don't know. I don't it'd be like being in jail, not it? It'd be like being in jail. It'd be like going back in time. Going to the pokey. Going to the pokey in the big house. Yeah. We know a few people who've gone to the big house. Somebody very recently went. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's not mention his name. No, 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 no. Um, and somebody who went in the pokey's now out. Apparently, that, that we right. yeah that we yeah. that we also know yeah because they phoned up um, the radio station a few weeks ago apparently. All right. Anyways, Vladimir Putin's drone subs are suspected of blowing up gas pipelines in the Baltic Sea in a warning shot to the west, and it's feared his next target could be deep sea cables carrying 97% of internet traffic and 9.2 trillion pounds of daily financial transactions for the UK. Yeah, because a lot of like uh, money gets spent on the internet, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. That would be bad. It'd be like, that would be definitely like going back to the 80s. There was no internet then. No, there wasn't. I know there wasn't. I didn't start using internet until about 2000 and odd. Yeah, it sort of came out in the 90s, didn't it? It was mid-90s, I think, that I, that I first had a go on the internet, so to speak. Um, I used it quite a lot at university. I went to university in '96, so it was sort of like it was sort of like you know it's getting into people's homes around the mid '90s. Um, uh, but when I first started working at the radio station in the year 2000, we didn't have the internet then at the radio station, and we no. used to get all of our correspondence coming through, um, like press releases and stuff, was through fax. Unbelievable! I think we still got a fax line at the radio station actually, although we don't have a fax machine anymore. Oh, you had mobile phone if we wanted to message you lot at radio. I'd yeah, phone. yeah, but I remember when we, we we basically what happened was that one of um, our staff um, 
got a new mobile phone. So he, he gifted us the mobile phone and said, why don't you get people to text you on this mobile phone number, like yeah, a proper number? Um, and and that's where it all began. <laughs> it was just on like a little tiny sort of Nokia phone where people used the yeah. messages. And now yeah. it's all done on the computer and stuff. And to be honest with you, people don't really text the radio station anymore. It used to be a big thing, but people don't do it anymore. Yeah, because they do it. They, char- they give you a big charge. You can't get it Like in people on contracts, they don't, you know, right. with extra charges. Th- in that's the re- they don't text us anymore. Before even though- it was just, I oh, would pay like 10p a text anyway. Yeah. Well, that was... Like pay as you go that I used to have, but I didn't care. Well, I get free texts. I do. But what yeah, I'm saying... What, yeah, what I'm saying is that people don't really use that anymore. Most people email um, yeah. or they phone up. Um, although I've heard lots of other radio stations are now using WhatsApp, so you can send sort of like uh, voice messages to, to radio stations and stuff. But we've not we've not introduced that yet. Anyways, look, you're, you're finding out lots of stuff today, Sue. I've got a little bag full of stories here. What else have I found this week to put past you? Anyways, there was no mention there of nuclear war, so don't know why I mentioned it. Um, let's hope that doesn't happen. Uh, here we go. Um, okay, this is really strange. This is a fella holding up a driving license, and his picture on his picture on the driving license, he's wearing a colander on his head. I'll explain more, Sue. It's a yellow colander, if you're interested. A pasta-loving prankster could be in hot water after having his driving license picture taken with a colander on his head. Harvey Fountain, 27, is a member of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster whose followers are known as pastafarians. Is this a real thing? Apparently it is. Wow. They wear pasta strainers in official religious... Sorry, they wear pasta strainers as official religious headwear. Harvey said, I had two pints before I went to get the photo done because I had so much adrenaline and there were around 20 people in the queue watching me. I asked if I could put my spaghetti colander on my head. The shop assistant looked at me very concerned, then told me I could get a fine if I don't have it on when driving. And I thought it was a fair trade, so now he has to wear his colander every time he goes driving. My fiancé thought it was hilarious. My dad was speechless, and my mum doesn't know yet. Harvey, originally from Eastbourne, East Sussex, now lives in New Zealand. He said... I like to think people can see the humour in it. My friends and family certainly do. And I hope the Pastafarian community will welcome it with open arms. And there's a picture of um, Harvey in the car smiling with a yellow colander on his head. There we go. It takes all sorts, doesn't it, Sue? It takes yeah, all sorts. It's got to give Barry ideas, that is. You think so? He's going to become oh, a... Oh, ma- yeah, he does the stupid things. What is the What is the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster? I need to I've look that up. I've never heard on it. It's not going to be in this country, is it, obviously? No, no, who knows? Religion spreads across the world, so it's not just um, in various countries. Yeah, what have I got here? Here's another one. What's this? I, I'm, I'm surprising myself today, because I've not looked. Oh, this is great. I'm loving this. Cheers is the headline. Two pints fights dementia. Two pints a day helps slash the dementia risk by more than a third, a study reveals. Experts found teetotalers faced um, the highest risk of developing the brain-wasting disease after analysing the boozing habits of nearly 25,000 over 60s. In comparison, people having between one and two drinks a day saw their risk plummet by 38%. Scientists claim alcohol may protect the heart, which in turn helps to cut risk of dementia. Another theory is it reduces the build-up of toxic proteins linked to Alzheimer's. Writing in the journal Addiction, research, researcher Dr um, Louise Mutin from the University of New South Wales, Australia said, drinking up to four... Uh, four grams a day, five units, was associated 
with a lower risk of dementia when compared with lifetime abstaining. Just I lost the accent there, didn't I, as I was doing that? It, it started off well and then sort of, um, sort of uh, dropped off. Meanwhile, here's another beer story, Sue. A pub landlady is posting saucy snaps of herself on a £12 a month subscription site, guessing it's only fans, to raise cash to keep her boozer open. Lauren Beers, that's her surname, Beers, has uh, created this profile on OnlyFans to help her husband, Paul, pay for their hefty bills. I wonder whether Paul knows about this. Well, he, he will do now because it's been in the papers. The popular pair own the Wagon and Horses on Outlane near Huddersfield. In Outlane. Lauren Forty posted, I've only ever been really good at three things, pulling pints, necking pints and tits. <laughs> what? <laughs> So I thought I'd combine a, um, a guy's and a lot of girls' favourite things. You subscribe, you subscribing could mean the survival of a great British boozer. One regular reckoned, Lauren is a cracker with a twinkle in an eye and she'll be a big hit. <laughs> Proud Paul said, she's doing it to save the pub. It's as simple as that. <laughs> Would you ever go on OnlyFans, Sue, to save, um, save Billy? <laughs> Would I walk? Go on OnlyFans. <laughs> goodness gracious. Uh, no. Oh, my goodness. Um, I, I, I'm not sure you... Well, you, might, you, you might make a lot of money. You never know. Oh, I might do. Well, I'm in for making money. I bet you are. In a minute, In a minute. In a minute. In a minute. Doing headlines at the minute. Doing headlines. We've just been talking about Lauren. You would have loved that story, I think. Yeah, I probably would. Okay. Um, what do you think of blokes with moustaches, Sue? Uh, does it does it set your heart a racing? No. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what sets your heart a racing when it comes to men? When it comes to men, uh, I think it's just the personalities, really. That's really nice. That's nice. Yeah. Okay, I'll read the story to you. Apparently, mustachioed men are most attractive to women. A poll found, but not to Sue. More than two-thirds said blokes sporting soup strainers were likely to get a snog. But uh, there was a bloat for beardies, as less than a quarter found their full facial fuzz a turn-on, making up the three most attractive features were, in fact, I'll do the top ten, number ten, bold. Some women love a fellow with no hair, which is good news for me, because I'm losing my hair. Number nine, tattoos. I am a blank canvas, I haven't got any tattoos. Number eight... High cheekbones, number seven, glasses. Hey, hey, hey. Just did a little um, Eric Morecambe there and just gave him a a little shuffle on my nose. Um, Number six, blue eyes. I've got greeny grey eyes. Uh, Five, blonde hair. I haven't got blonde hair. Hairy chest. A little bit of a hairy chest, but not not ridiculous. Broad shoulders, brown eyes and moustaches. There you go. Those are the things that um, they quizzed. 4,000 women. Famous people with moustaches. Name a famous person with a moustache, Sue. Name a famous person, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> well, he's not fanciable, is he? Well, he had a moustache, didn't he? He did. I can't believe you said that. If, <laughs> I don't know. If the first person with a moustache that came into my head was Freddie Mercury. Oh, yeah, Freddie. Yeah, yeah, but for you... OK, well, who's the second person that comes into your head? You can't say Freddie Mercury, because I've just said that. Uh. Bobby Ball. Bobby Ball. There you go. Sadly, yeah. sadly missed. Rock on Tommy. I know sadly Tom Selleck was the big one in the 80s, wasn't he? Who had mm-hmm. the moustache. People loved him. Hulk Hogan, Eddie Murphy, 
And Adolf Hitler, of course, who Sue mentioned. No, Adolf Hitler isn't mentioned in the in the article. Surprise, surprise. Uh, final story, and then we'll get we'll get Billy on. We'll get him on. We'll get him on the yeah, show. Final story, and we're going to get you on, Billy. Well, that's Jewish. That's Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, we'll make it for a two for two for the price of one to finish off with. Music legend David Bowie's handwritten lyrics to his 1972 hit "Star Man" um, went under the hammer this week. How much did they sell for, Sue? <laughs> uh, probably about uh, a million quid. <laughs> Come on. That's, a, that's expensive, isn't it? Well, half a million, then I'll chop it in half. <laughs> wow. You 50p. never. 50p. All right. Yeah, you're right. It was 50p. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It, it was estimated. The estimate was the auctioneers estimated that it would fetch between 30,000 and 40,000, but it actually fetched 200,000 pounds. Two hundred thousand pounds. A friend told me that the guy that sold it also had other lyrics, but he lost those. Can you imagine? He's probably kicking himself now. Although it did very well out of the sale of these lyrics, but apparently Bowie gave him lots of lyrics, and he uh, went and lost them. Mm. Typical. And yet, the last one, the definite last one, is this one. So, eating roadkill is the ideal way to beat the cost of living crisis, a chef has claimed. There we go. So, if you're wandering down the road, and you spot. A carcass on the road. Maybe think about picking it up, scraping it up, and putting it in your oven. There we go. That completes that completes today's Sue's headlines. Yeah. Right then, it, where is he then? What's he want to say? What's, What's he got to say? Are, what you got to say for yourself, Billy? Hello, Ian. He- Hello. Go on, ask. Have you had your hair cut yet? I bet you need to. Oh, I had my hair cut um, last week. Yeah. Yeah. You really wanted it cut, didn't you? Did I? Well, it's been again, I've been again. Shooting from Amsterdam. But my heart is rolling, I'm swelling. Ha, ha, ha. He, he, he. Ha, ha, ha. He, he, he. Ha, ha, ha. He, he, he. Oh, the bush in Berness. Oh, we're on my way to Wembley next year. We shall not be moved. Churchill Chapel, let it rattle. Oh, oh my God. But everyone, and by the way, all the kids must stay in the elms because they're going to be at hurricanes all, all the lot. And they mustn't come out after midnight. That's when they're all coming off. And all I got to say this week is that the kids and the family and the adults and the only ones who have safe faith and don't do nothing wrong. Because if you do that, you've gone wrong. Because it's when the young lose labor on the bench overnight. I keep saying, I keep saying, you've got some bib for me. Well, these boots were made for walking, and that's a zumbum motor. One of these days, these boots are going to walk on over here walking. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, that.
Wow. Well, that was... Um... Couldn't understand a damn word he was on about half the time. <laughs> but hey, that's Billy, innit? He mentioned a hurricane. There's a hurricane at the moment. Yeah, there's an hurricane. Yeah, I heard on when I was in town the other day in America, 150 miles an hour. Yeah, do, do you know what? Normally, what's... UK gets the back end on it, don't we? Well, wasn't Next that yesterday? Days. I was told yesterday, and uh, we got a bit of it yesterday. I, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, something fell on um, Chesterfield Road. Did it? A what, tree what? A tree fell on you on Chesterfield Road? No, not on me. Right. No, it, somebody had uh, put... Pictures up on Facebook. Right. Summer, well, hopefully everybody's. Like a treat, ha- hope everybody's all right. Um, yeah. Yeah. The hurricane was called Hurricane. I've no idea. Probably Hurricane Billy. No, it was. It was called Hurricane Ian. Would you? Would you believe? Were it Hurricane Ian? Yeah. Hurricane oh, Ian. Well. <laughs> I, I never thought there was going to be a hurricane um, named Ian, uh, but it, t- it turned out to be quite a quite a, a nasty piece of work. Yeah, not well, all. You're not a nasty piece of work. Not all Ians are as nice as me. <laughs> as nice <laughs> oh, I know as me. apple pie. I used to work for an Ian. He were a one hell of a oh, those, those Ians. Yeah, horrible, horrible person. Anyway, look, let's let's think about the nice Ians and <laughs> not the yeah, nasty. Yeah, well, Ian. there's only one nice Ian I know. That's yeah. Oh, thank you. There we go. But I don't lovely. know many Ians. I know. I know, uh, yeah, mentioned Ian Lee. Ian Lee, I know Ian Lee. He knows Ian Lee, it's his best buddy. <laughs> oh, Ian Mead, it says. Ian Mead, never yeah, heard of it, well, never heard of him. Right. Battle art with Ian Lee, me. <laughs> In past. In the past, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah was, uh, Ian's a good man, he's a good guy, and um, just spoke to him. Relatively recently, actually, had a little natter with him. Yeah, to... Give him my love, will you? I will do. Hello, Mr. Magpie. How's your wife? Just saluting the magpie. Because um, I'm very superstitious, as you know. Yeah, I had a little chat with him a couple of weeks ago and we text each other every now and again. Yeah, good bloke. I will pass on your best to him. Yeah. Right, okay. On that yeah. note, I am going to say. See you next week, Sue. Oh, and tell him to um, not nick no strawberries next time he ever goes back in jungle because that's what's going to happen, you know. What do you think he's going to go back in, in the jungle? jungle? They're bringing the All Star Jungle next year in South Africa. And is Ian in it? I don't. He's never. I don't he's, know. He's not said anything to, to me. Get him back started here because he's an entertaining guy, isn't he? Get him back in there, yeah. Yeah, tell him. Well, but don't nick any strawberries. Yeah. That's what people remember him for. With what's his name, Amir Khan. That they remember him for that. Anyway, guess what? Amir Khan's going back in there. Is he? Goodness. Well, maybe Ian won't then go in because he wasn't a fan. Right. Okay. Look. So here's the thing. Um, I'm going back to cleaning my bathroom. Go in scrubbing your bathroom. I'm going to go and scrub the bath now. I'm going to scrub it. Go and get the prick. You going to do? Oh yes. Oh sorry. You haven't used a flu jab. Flu jab. Flu jab. Of course. Right. Take care, guys. Have a good one. Yeah. Same to you, Ian. Catch you next week, though. Ciao, ciao. All the best, everybody. Have a good week. Bye. 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 <laughs>